Hey everyone, welcome to Parent Busters, a fun podcast where parents and kids can learn together. Woo! I'm Jackie and I'm here with my daughter Ella. Hello! And this is the podcast we do every week. It is! Guess what we're going to do today? What? We're going to cover a topic that you may not be familiar with. Oh? Um, It's called the Glow Girls. Oh? And these are women in around the 1920s. Um, so the early 20th century, these were women who actually glowed. Huh? Like, they were also called ghost girls. And they glowed based on their use of radium in their job. Radium? Yeah, we're going to get into all of that in here and how it physically made these women glow. Wow. And why, um, at the time, it was such a coveted job. And people wanted to do that job. Huh. Okay. So stick around. But first, we're going to do our two truths and a lie. So here we go. Here we go. Please hold for a very important message. Number one, radium is safely used in products today. Okay. So you pick which one is a lie and which one are the two truths. Number two, radium was used in toothpaste. Okay. And number three. The Radium Girls Help Change Labor Laws. Okay. Okay. So, if you don't know, again, in the early 20th century, um, radium, which is an element, was yes. used for a lot of things. But one of the main things that it was used for was to paint numbers on watches and clocks so that they would glow in the dark. And yes. as kids, you may not know this because you don't, lots of people don't wear watches now. No. Unless you're wearing an Apple Watch. Yeah. Um, Which doesn't really work in the same way but as But old school watch, clocks watches. or watches used to glow in the dark so that you could, if you woke up or you were in a dark place, you could look at your watch and you could still see. What the time was. Yeah, what the time was. You couldn't just look at your phone. Right. So these, they hired these women to paint this glow in the dark paint, which was really radium, um, onto the watches and clocks. And they glowed in the dark and they called these girls the radium girls, the radium girls. And a radium is really a type of element and it gives off a special energy. And guess what that energy is? radiation radiation that's Which, right <laughs> so they would take these like this was like a really delicate um job they would take yeah. these tiny little paint brushes and, and they paint the hands on these watches and sometimes the numbers yeah and these watches were so small and it was such a like precise job to do that the um, companies we would encourage these women to lick the paintbrushes with the paint on them to uh, finer the points. Yeah, the if you've ever, I've done that before with the yeah. paintbrush. If you've ever like not with paint on it, but like no. before I started painting, I've licked the paintbrush to make the point really fine. Well, that's what these women did also. Yeah, and they never considered and. At the time, neither did the factories that they were working for considered that radium might be something that's not my very safe. <laughs> that's not really good for you. Um, back then, radium 
which aka radiation it was popular it was used in a ton of everyday products it was used in watches it was used it was discovered not that long ago uh before this happened by scientists marie and pierre curie who we'll talk about a little more in a bit uh and once it was discovered it was like this magical thing like everyone was like whoa this is so cool. Yeah, and this radium is awesome to use in all of this stuff. Yeah, people thought this was so magical. And uh, after scientists observed that it actually could help uh, with cancer, um, people were like, oh, this can help with other things, too. Right. And so they want to use it for everything. Um, they thought it could prevent aging. Um, pharmacists started to sell uh, radium-infused medications. And companies even sold things like radium toothpaste or radium-infused water or cosmetics infused with radium. So this was everywhere. It sounds terrifying. It sounds terrifying. I mean, now we know that it's terrifying. Yeah. So radium is very dangerous. They just didn't know it at the time. What it is, it's a type of an element. It's rare. It. Like Ella said, it was discovered by um, Madame Curie and her husband, Pierre. And we're going to get into them in a bit. But it's kind of like a rock or a mineral. Yes. And it gives off like this special kind of energy from this element. And it is very dangerous if you're exposed to it for too long. But they did not know that at the time. No, now we know uh, that radium and... Calcium are actually very similar to your body. Um, And so when your body is going to look for more calcium to add to your bones, if it sees a bunch of radium instead, it will actually take in that radium. Oh, wow. And so it is very dangerous. Yeah. So they just people just thought it was really cool because, dude, it glowed in the dark. Yeah. And so they thought, wow, we can use it for all these products, like Ella said. But then later on, much later... Um, scientists discovered that it's actually very harmful to people's health. Yes. And guess what? Especially if you breathe it in. Or or ingest it. Get it on your skin. Which is exactly what happened with the radium girls. But let me tell you a little bit about being a radium girl. Yeah. Um, back in the day, you have to remember, this is in the, you know, like the 1920s. So it's not like, um... Women had tons of job opportunities. No. Uh, Being a radium girl, and they also called them ghost girls, not then, but after they started glowing. Yeah. (laughs) They called them ghost girls. Which, I mean, out of context, is a very cool name. Right. Um, They, being a radium girl, and that's how they pitched it, you're a radium girl, it was a really coveted job. Yeah. Um, It was one of the few jobs that are available to women, especially young women at the time. Yeah. It paid very well. And it was seen as, believe it or not, glamorous. Like the women dressed up. They had their hair done. Yeah. They had makeup. They had heels on. So after, at the end of the day of them working uh, in these factories, they would be basically covered in glowing paint inside their mouths and their hair on their skin, their clothes. Uh, the chairs and the even the dust in the factories would glow at night. And so cer- some women would come in in their finest outfits and even like put the paint on their teeth to so go that out. they 
so that they would glow because it was when very, they went out after work. Right. It was a really well-respected job and they wanted people to know that they were a radium girl. And they, um, back then the owners of the factories even advertised the radium girl's job as being fun, safe, um, only for the glamorous. You get to work with exciting new technologies. And, and everyone was like, oh, cool, glowing yeah, stuff. They didn't, they, um, didn't know that radium was dangerous, as dangerous it was. They might have known a few risks, but they didn't pass those on to the the girls they were hiring because no. they didn't fully understand the risks. So they would um, – one of the things that I thought was interesting, like Ella said, they wanted people to know. So they did things to make themselves glow. Yeah. They were even allowed to take home leftover radium. <gasps> To use in their makeup and in their nail polish. My goodness. So um, what happened is, so imagine like these elegant, dressed up um, young women going to this job. They would sit for hours. They would paint uh, the radium on the clock faces using a small brush. And like Ella said, they would even dip it in the radium and once they needed the once the paintbrush tip got flattened out they would put it in their mouth and they would sharpen it back up yeah make it make the point finer. and they'd also do that to keep the paint from drying out right now uh going back a bit in the story um at the peak of the radium fever before the all these companies started the radium girls in the watch painting um, American inventor William J. Hammer actually, uh, was very interested in this radium. Uh, and so he traveled to meet the Curies in Paris, where they lived at the time. And they, he collected a sample of radium salt crystals. Um, he came back to the States and then he experimented a bit. And he actually found that mixing glue... <laughs> With zinc sulfide, a naturally occurring salt that glows and is often now used in face paint, um, and they mixed it with the radium crystals and it made glowing paint. Mm. So soon after, the U.S. Radium Corp. got a hold of Hammer's glowing paint. I was like, hey, that's going to be really useful. Let's distribute this. Wow. And so they used it to make the glowing clock hands for wrist wrist watches and even was used for military equipment during world war one and so this new product was called undark uh, (laughs) which is a fantastic Mm, name it's not dark what should we name it okay it's dark but like not what about undark (gasps) nailed it nailed it get all the billboards printed (laughs) and The advertisements were so excited about this. It was like, okay, this all was made by the magic of radium. They were open about this. Yeah. Like, they're like, there's radium in this. Yeah, they didn't know. No. Um, And so soon, many factories were set up uh, all across New Jersey, and it recruited hundreds of young women to paint the watch watch hands. And that's where this all kind of started. Um. As you can imagine, over time, um, many of the radium girls got sick. Yes. Some of them even passed away because of this radium poisoning. Um, 
and it that caused a lot of damage to their bones and the, their body. And many doctors didn't know why they were dying. Right. Uh, like I mentioned, radium and calcium is very similar to your body. So that was one of the reasons that it was making their bones weaker and it was very hard on their bodies. And yet uh, the companies, um, uh, the U.S. Radium Corp., refused to compensate the workers that were getting ill um, for what they'd been through. <laughs> and they even, like, hired lawyers to fight against the claims that were coming in. And I was like, hey, this is not safe. Yeah. They, uh, um, it kind of changed the course of labor laws. Yeah. Because um, when they started realizing, hey, the reason that all of us are getting sick is because we're all handling this one specific thing, which is radium. And so um, they finally started to be vocal about it. Yes. And when the factories wouldn't listen to them, the these young women brought about the first case uh, to hold a, an employer responsible for the health of its employees. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, the laws didn't come into effect until m many of these girls had passed away. Yeah. Um, but one of the most famous radium girls was a woman named Grace Fryer. She was one of the first to sue the radium company because of her injuries and the exposure. Her case um, is the one that helped bring about new workplace safety laws and workers for exposure to radium and lots of other things. Yeah. And uh, even before this, with all the claims coming in, some of the companies were like, oh, we need to try to like save face. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> And so some of them hired, like, researchers to, like, oh, fine, come and inspect the factories. <laughs> some researchers found that, yes, there was radium uh, radiation sickness that was causing the illness in these women. And some people were like, nah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was fine. And so the companies were like, let's go with that one. It's fine. We're still good. Yeah. So they, even despite the... um dangers associated with radium it continued to be used in consumer products yeah like ella said they used it in toothpaste they used it in hair creams they used it in food items because they said that there were health benefits they were used it in water um it was used uh all the way through the 60s and into the 70s wow it wasn't until this early 70s that the use of radium in consumer products was finally banned in the United States. That is not that long ago. No, even like glass makers and ceramic producers used the radionuclides for color. Oh, so even if goodness. you weren't using it, you were eating off of the dishes that had it. It's like the um what what type of plates were did the tomatoes go on and that's why they thought Yeah, the metal plates. Yes, what was in them? I don't know. Uh, there was a, a specific type of plate, that <laughs> metal plate, that was used, and people thought tomatoes were poisonous because uh, people would eat it and then get really sick. Well, it's actually because they were sitting on these plates. The lead plates. The lead plates. Yeah. And because of the acidity in the tomatoes, the tomatoes would absorb the lead, and that's what would be causing the illness, right. not the tomatoes themselves. She digresses. So nowadays we don't use radium for anything. We do not because, um, except very specifically, a very specific radium 
which is radium-223, is used to treat some cancers. Yes. But it's so highly radioactive that we don't use it for anything. Um, they Scientists still study radium today, though, uh, to learn about how it can affect people. It's so fascinating. Um, and they, But they have to use, like, super special safe equipment and a pr- protective gear so that they don't get hurt. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk a little more about... So those? that's how... That's the story of the Glow Girls. If you have never heard of them, there's a really good kids chapter book called The Radium Girls. Yeah. And I don't remember the author. I'm so sorry, but I will post about it on our website and our social media. Um, go pick that up because it's a super interesting story. We've only like, just due to time constraints, we've only just scratched the surface of The Glow. <laughs> and yeah. um, of the glow girls and the ghost girls and the radium they, girls, what they went through. But it's really, I mean, it it's really gets, yes, it's way, it's way more detailed than we, we gave here today. But let's talk about um, the Curies and their place. In, yes. In this whole story of the glow girls, because without Marie Curie, which you may know as Madame Curie, and Pierre Curie, her husband, the Glow Girls would, never would have had a problem. Yeah. Because Marie Curie and P- Pierre Curie, um, in the late 19th century, so around mm, 1898, they were a husband and wife team of scientists. And they were studying um, this type of rock called pitchblende. It's now called uraninite, I think. Uranium. Um, when... They knew contained uranium. So they were studying it. While they were studying this pitch blend, they discovered that it was giving off more energy than these invisible waves that they're like, wait, right. and they're what's like, going wait, on here? Wait, this is way more than uranium should be giving off. So what else is going on? So they had a realization that there was probably another element present along with the uranium that was giving off the energy. And they kept trying to isolate it and they kept and remember this is in the late 1800s we're not talking about like now tons of technology um they after months and months they were able to isolate and identify two new elements um one of them was polonium one was polonium and the other is radium radium and guess what polonium is the most radioactive element on earth oh <gasps> It's naturally occurring element. It releases a huge amount of energy. Many sources um, say that polonium is the most radioactive element. What? So, so why isn't that radium? Ra- polonium is so radioactive it glows blue. <gasps> and it's caused by the um, the element, the part- gas particles moving around. Whoa. So it comes up as blue. So they discovered not only radium they also discovered polonium their discovery also came first their discovery of radium was a huge breakthrough in science because um honestly it went on to help fight cancer so that was a huge thing not at that time but there they won the nobel prize in physics in 1903 and guess what what madame curie was the first woman ever to receive a nobel prize what yeah really so she they went on and they went on to work with radium and then other 
radioactive elements. And again, we didn't understand at that point, not even the Curies understood the complete danger of working with radioactive elements like this. But they went on and they continued to work with them. And a lot of their work is what revolutionized our understanding of atoms and like um, the nature of energy. And those are all things that are still applied today in medicine and like um, environmental industries and other industries. Her radioactivity work paved the way for lots of medical treatments and it includes radiation therapy for cancer that we wow. use still use today. But oh, this is where it gets really interesting. Oh, so Madame Curie passed away of something called aplastic anemia and they think it's probably due to her radiation exposure and all her work with radium. She carried radium around in her pocket of what? her lab coat and she stored radium in her desk and she took radium home with her <gasps> and oh. her body was so radioactive that when she died they pace- placed her and her husband by the way when he passed away in a coffin lined with an inch of lead <gasps> don't um, put the tomatoes near it <laughs> after even after a hundred years Many of her things, like her clothes, her furniture, her cookbooks, um, the laboratory notebooks that she wrote in in and took her notes in, those are all still radioactive. What? They're actually stored. um, Madame Curie's notebooks, science notebooks are stored in Paris, and they're stored in lead-lined boxes. (gasps) And visitors can view her notebooks and manuscripts but you have to sign a liability waiver and you have to wear protective gear oh my goodness that's how radioactive her notebooks still are and they estimate that her notebooks are going to be radioactive at these dangerous levels for another 1500 years 1500 that is how serious working with radium what? was. Yes. What? So I found it very interesting that um, that she just uh, carried it around, carried around in her lab coat pocket, chilling, vibing with yeah. the radium. There's also a really funny quote from her that she said um, something like, uh, "If you're ever gonna buy me a dress, please make it a dark one so I can just wear it straight to the lab after we do whatever we have to do." I was like, this is my kind of person. (laughs) Yeah. That the element radium on the periodic table is, do you remember? Oh, no, 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 no. You could guess probably. The like number? Yeah. What's the element? 83. No, the abbreviation. The, oh, oh, is it rad? It's R-A. Oh, no. Raw. It's raw. Raw. Hey, here's a little fun fact. They thought, um, some people thought that uh, glow sticks had radium in them, and that that's how they Wait. glowed. But if you th- I- if you think of a glow stick, that's how the glow girls glowed. <gasps> or like those glow-in-the-dark stars you have on your ceiling. Yeah, that's what they, that's how they glowed. Wow. Except it was their body. Human glow um, stick. 
But do you know how glow sticks really glow? It's not radium. It's something <laughs> it's something with the friction of cracking them, right? It has a something well, it's called um chemiluminescence. And that's the chemical reaction that happens and the light that's given off um as a result of that chemical reaction that you were talking about it from cracking it. Uh some objects have radioluminescence. And that means they contain elements like radium. Oh, that gives off so chemo is chemical right. luminescence. Chemo luminescence is a chemical reaction, but and radioluminescence is radioactive. Right, like ra- an element like radium. Huh. Wow. Wow. Uh, hey, uh, you ready to do our two truths and lie? Yes. Okay. Number one. Radium is safely used in products today. (laughs) Oh, that is not true. That's not true. Even though they use it in cancer treatment, we said this was our lie because it's not used in toothpaste, makeup, or (laughs) pottery. Water. I know I keep going back to the, like, irradiated water, but I am not okay with it. (laughs) It was the miracle water. (sighs) Um, Number two, radium was used in toothpaste. That is true true and number three the radium girls help change labor laws that is also true that is also true events of the radium girls um actually led to the creation of the u.s occupational safety and health administration or more well known as osha that's right that's all right so story Go Man. out. I'm always I've always been fascinated with this story. So yeah. um if you this is your first time hearing it, we hope that you go out and learn more about the Radium Girls. Yeah, we could probably could have gone on hours more. There's so much. We tried very hard to pare it down. It's very um sci- very scientific. Very so, scientific. So we very tried legal. Very hard to keep it at a very high level. But we recommend that you go start with that Radium Girls book. And yes. there are Actually, some documentaries on it too. So yes, um, we'll try to include some of those. Yeah, if we can find some good ones. We'll definitely add some links to it. We hope you have a good day. Have a great day, guys. Don't uh, handle any radium, please. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, we just want to take a minute to tell you that if you like what you're hearing, we'd really appreciate your five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Seriously. And if you leave a review, like a written review. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Um, it lets other people know what you think of the podcast. And, and guess what? I what? love reading those. They're so fun. I know. They really are. And you may not know this, but it's actually a way that you can, it's a free way that you can help us reach other people. The more reviews a podcast has, um, the more that they show it to other people. So it's just like a tiny way that you can guys can help us and lets us know. Uh, hey, you like what we're doing. Yeah. Thanks Thank a you. lot. We appreciate you.